hip-hop in its essence and real. But they all just wait, wait, what? There's no way to really make it happen. It's gotta be ready. But my mind is old. It sounds so stupid. Love this name for a Sopson. Sop sound was like I was a DJ with a blend on the sound. Sop up on the sound. Back everybody, kicking it with B Shay. I am, of course, your host, B Shay. It's another Friday night, so you know what that means. I'm in the studio, recording another one of these episodes. I love doing these; they really have become the highlight of my week. Um, you know, I really look forward to these every week. And yeah, you know, I got a couple couple topics here today. Um, I don't know how many we're gonna get to, cause you know I feel like I've been going a little long with these, um, which, you know, is whatever. I, I like to talk until, you know, I'm done talking. I feel like I've, I've covered what I want, but, you know, we'll see if we can keep this one a little on the, on the shorter side. I know those longer episodes can, can be a bit daunting to listen to, but yeah, so we can get right into this. Um, so something I feel like I don't really talk a whole lot about, at least on this podcast, is that you know, as, as much as I love rap, it's not the only thing that I listen to, right? And I, I have a huge, not discography, but, a, you know, I have a a lot of different genres that I really like to listen to and songs that come with that. But today I really wanted to highlight that, you know, one, one of my other favorite, I guess, passions that's kind of come along with, with listening to hip-hop is the, is the sampled songs, right? Um... And for those of you who don't know what sampling is, it's when it, it was still prevalent today, even in almost all kinds of music, but it's, it was big in hip hop where you would take, you know, a beat or a little snippet from another song and then repurpose it to your own to make a new beat. Um, you know, and that's that's a super oversimplification of what it really is, but that's at its core, that is what sampling is. But, you know, sampling. And the songs that have been, I don't, the concept of sampling to me has always been so interesting, like taking somebody else's work and repurposing it for your own, but, you know, in, in a way that fits your style is, you know, is something I, I don't think I could ever pull off well, ever. Um, not that I've I've really tried, like, I, you know, I've messed around with a, with a like a, a little sample machine in it. Didn't didn't turn out too well, um, but not that I'm really expecting to. But um, yeah, so the sampled songs is something that I, f- I I haven't really talked a whole lot about, and it's something that I really really enjoy to do. Is is you know I mean there's there's obviously websites like whosampled.com. Uh, it's a big one where you can just like look up samples, but something that I like to do is actually find them myself. Um, it's, it's more rewarding like that. And it also promotes me to listen to a whole lot, you know, more music, more genres of music. Like, obviously, I love music, so it's giving me the opportunity to find a lot more. And I, I wanted today to kind of highlight some of my favorite um, songs and artists that I found that are sampled a lot in hip hop. Um, and also just some of my favorite like flipping that is some of my favorite songs that have come out of sampling, right? Like completely changing the way that a song has been made. So uh, I, we can just get right into this. So the first, when I when I think of 
like late 80s early 90s sound of hip-hop one of the most important people to ever grace you know our ears and one of the sounds that is, is so prevalent and you probably didn't even know it is Isaac Hayes right Isaac Hayes is he's got you know super deep voice dope to listen to um you know post music he, he he went on he was the the chef on south park um i guess for people who don't know who he is he was that guy he was chef so you know that that he's got a really classic voice but um he, he I, I don't even know what really genre i would classify him as, as like maybe soul i guess um but he's got a so many great songs, and I, I wanted, the first time I ever heard Isaac Hayes was my grandfather had a had like you know records and record player and all that. So I go over there and, and listen to some. I'd be listening to everything like our our favorite to listen together was Tower of Power, which jazz group from uh, late sixties, early seventies, uh, San Fran, I believe. Great group, really fun to listen to. It's you know, I, I I have a lot of appreciation for jazz music, and Tower of Power was really dope. And you know, every time I think of them, I think of my grandfather. Uh, rest in peace to him. And you know, those are good memories. But another artist that I, you know, really figured out uh, a lot about was was Isaac Hayes and his his um, record Hot Butter Soul. And on this record, there's uh, two songs that that really stick out as you know, like when I heard him, I was like, you know, it's kind of started to click that I've heard this before, just not in this form, right? And the so the first one is the song "Walk On By." It's I think on the B side of the album. Not that it really matters. And it's when I was listening to it, I realized it was the the undertone to the song "Warning" by Biggie on the Ready to Die album, right? It's kind of like an, an uneasy beat, right? And it's 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 a perfect like Biggie really understood that sound and perfected it in his song, right? Because that warning song is like there's people coming on to his property trying to get him, and you know that that whole dilemma. Um, but even in the in in Isaac's version, it's it's so beautifully done. Like he has such an incredible voice. And you'll see that I really like Isaac Hayes. There's, a, there's a, well, I think five more on this list I'm going to talk about. So Isaac Hayes, man, is incredible voice. And, and Warning was the first one. So, you know, I looked it up. It was actually, this song is his most sampled song in hip-hop. Coming in at around 120 uh, separate songs have sampled him. Um, the, one, the most prevalent one to me of being Warning by Biggie, at in my opinion, right? Um, but also when I was looking at this, I didn't realize that this song itself, the Isaac Hayes one, was a cover of Walk On By by Donnie Warwick. And for those of you who've never heard that song, Donnie Warwick's song was sampled in Doja Cat's song, Paint the Town Red, like, like that horn noise. Um, I don't really know how to explain it other than that, but that horn noise 
is in Donnie's version. It's not in Isaac's. Isaac's is, it's lyrically, I guess, the same, but Isaac completely changes it, in my opinion. It's, it's, I don't even know if you can classify it as a cover, but, so, yeah, it's, see, it's, it's little things like this that make the whole sampling tree so interesting to me. Because, you know, each artist looks at sampling differently and how to use a song differently. So it's so dope to see all the different ways you can take one song and make it sound differently. And, you know, even that's just the first one. And it's, it's so such an interesting, like, thing that happens. It, 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 I mean, it's, it's just, like, why I love sampling, right? So my second example, or second favorite, I should say, is on the A side of that Hot Butter Soul album. And now, stick with me for a minute. The name of this song is insane. If you know the album, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and say it slower so I get it right. It's hyperbolic, syllabic, sesquidelamistic, I believe. That's all one word, by the way. Um, stupid long. Stupid long name. But also, such an incredible song. I remember, I used to listen to that all the time, my senior year of high school. That was like, my, I mean, it's like a nine-minute song. But as soon as that thing started with like the little piano keys and then the bass line, I was hooked. And that would be like my go-to first song, right? Right as I sit in the car, that's the first one. Um, this is back when I was driving a Cadillac. Um, I felt like I was, you know, him. And, yeah, I mean, <laughs> those, those are some good times. Um, and it, it's such a, such a great song. Um, so this hyperbolic syllabic sesquialimistic was sampled in uh, 75 songs, and two of which that I knew was um, Black Steel and The Hour of Chaos, which is uh, – Public Enemy's first album, right? I've, I've talked about that one a lot in the, in the past few weeks, so I won't go too in-depth on that. But the second one, the first one that I, I really realized was in Born and Raised in Compton by DJ Quick. And it's that same thing. as like the ability to take... They, they, it's, they usually take the same... Or the two songs take the same bit uh, piece, but it's just... It's so cool. Like... You know, you listen to the Isaac Hayes version, you know, like, you can't really imagine somebody rapping over it. It's just kind of a weird thing to think about, but Quick quick did it well. Public Enemy did it really well. Like, they, they make it work, and that's, again, why, why sampling is so dope, and it's why I love it as much as I do. On a separate album, I don't, I don't know the album off the top of my head, but the next Isaac Hayes song on my list is uh, just a straight instrumental, right? Like, Isaac Hayes was a producer as well. Um, and it's a song, Hung Up on My Baby. And if you've ever heard the, maybe one of the most recognizable rap songs of all time, that dun, 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 that's Isaac Hayes. That's an Isaac Hayes beat. From Hung Up on My Baby, it's of course mind playing tricks on me by the Ghetto Boys. It's 
so the Get Up Boys take like one segment of it, but when you're listening to the Isaac Hayes one, it's a lot slower. It's a lot more drawn out, but it's it's so beautifully done. The instruments clash so well with each other. It almost sounds better slower to to me. Like the Ghetto Boys song would not have sounded, but itself would not have sounded better with a um, slower beat, right? It mind playing tricks on me is is, is da- damn near perfect. Um, but the Isaac Hayes one, it with because there's no words in it, right? It's instrumental, so it just the beat alone is it's it's got to do some work, and it does that work, right? And it, it really really kills the the song it's it's so so incredible such an incredible listen next one on my list um i always thought this was by joe simon um i guess not unless i just was looking in the wrong place but it's a few more kisses to go a little more seductive song out of mr hayes but it's this one for me is because of the way that it it was sampling other songs. Like I, I really like this song by itself too. As you know, with all the songs on this list. But with a few more kisses ago. So the opening of the song is uh to Isaac Hayes, it's tonight's the night, the time is right. Um I can't remember the next lyric. We've been waiting for this for so long or something. It's one of those kind of songs, you get it. <laughs> but that first lyric, Tonight's the Night, is what Mr. Redman uses in his song, Tonight's the Night. And obviously two very different songs. Simil- like, Redman samples it, and he even uses some of the words, which that's, that's always fun. Because like, that's another part about sampling is sampling is not just the music. You can use the words as well, which is something that I'll, I'll touch on more later down the line with, with another case, but so, I don't know, it's funny because, you know, Isaac Hayes' song is about a girl, about being seductive, like, all this and that, where Red Man's is just about, like, you know, life in a ghetto, life in a hood, being a tough guy, and it's two completely, completely different topics. Um, and then another one that I found out of this was uh, Ain't No Fun by Snoop and uh, the dog pound and whatever, but I guess it's technically also seductive, just a lot more grotesque. Um, but what makes this one interesting to me, the, the ain't no fun one, is that it takes the beat and really speeds it up a lot, so it's almost unrecognizable. Like I didn't actually realize it was, that, it was the Isaac Hayes song until I saw it was listed that. On, on who sampled. Like, I, I double-checked all these to make sure I had them right, and I also wanted to see how many times uh, the song would have been, had been sampled. And I, I hadn't even caught this one, to be quite honest, myself. Um, when I listened back, I was like, okay, yeah, actually, I, I do hear it. It just has been edited in such a way that it, it, it's undetectable. And that's, that's some really good work right there, right? Um, and... Uh, a few more kisses ago, I'd been sampled in 43 other songs. By the way, uh, "Hung Up on My Baby" was uh, 40 others, but it's almost irrelevant to talk about the rest because of the Ghetto Boys song. Next one, the second to last Isaac Hayes song 
on my list is his song Do Your Thing, which is once again sampled in one of the most classic hip-hop songs. came out in, I think, 89 on his second album, uh, Smooth Operator by Big Daddy Kane. And it's the pre-chorus like right as it leaves or no i believe it actually is the chorus bit the you know like da na 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 that's from do your thing that's the isaac hayes bit that's in there um kane speeds it up a bit but same same thing it's like like if all the songs on this list the hip-hop songs that came out of them are bangers and I don't think it's a coincidence that Isaac Hayes has some influence. You know, if it, even it's not directly, right? Like, he didn't do anything himself. But by putting out such incredible songs in the late 70s and 60s, that's, like, it becomes easier to make a good song when you're sampling from other good songs. So, like, Isaac Hayes, I guess... I can't really say he's, like, you know, a hip-hop legend because he didn't really have much to do with hip-hop. <clears throat> but he is more influential than I think anybody's ever realized. Um, do Your Thing was also sampled in 34 other songs. But, again, Smooth Operator to me is, is, is the one. And the last Isaac Hayes song on my list is one that, I wasn't expecting, but an appreciated one for sure. And it's um, Bumpy's Lament. Uh, I believe that's from the Shaft uh, soundtrack, I believe. Which also Isaac Hayes wrote the theme song to Shaft. That's another thing that he did in his long career. Um but Bumpy's Lament is the sample to Explosive by Dre on the 2001 album. One of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, one of my favorite songs on the album. So, again, just the, the impact that Isaac Hayes had is, is incredible. And he's obviously really good to be sampled, but he also he's, he's fun just to listen to by himself. Like, I highly recommend... Hot Buttered Soul. Um, there's only like four songs on the album, and they're all really long. And, you know, it, it, sometimes it's not worth listening to the whole thing. But if you want to listen to some really good production and a very unique voice, Isaac Hayes is a huge recommendation from me. Moving on from Mr. Hayes, though, we going on to the most sampled song, at least in hip-hop of all time. Um, and it's, like, not even close. Uh, it's one of the most classic drum beats of all time. If you've listened to a hip-hop song, you have 100% heard the drum beat from Impeach the President by the Honey Drippers. came out in, uh, off the top of my head, I want to say 76. Not 100% sure on that. But this song has been sampled... 816 times. I'm going to say that again. This song has been sampled 816 times. That is insane. And it's just for the drum beat that's in it. Um, 
And like I, I'm going to read off just a couple uh, songs that I saw on this list that I really enjoy. Um, the, the first one that I realized when I realized like w- w- uh, that it was this drum beat was uh, I Can by Nas. Which also was, you know, an interesting song, but I'm not really going to get into that now. Um, but now then use it again in The Message, which, beautiful song. And if you've heard either of those, you know the drum beat. Um, but a couple of the songs, Top Billin', a classic, Ring, 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 De La Soul on their second album. Again, classic, one of my favorite songs. Um, Around the Way Girl by LL Cool J. Rebirth of Slick by Digital Planets. Jump by Criss Cross. I mean, I could keep going. I'm, I don't need to, but I could keep going. And you, it's like, you know, all these are not bad songs. They're all, these are some of these group's best songs. And it's just, it's an easy drum beat, and it fits with, with almost every style, right? It's just a classic hip-hop sound. So, crazy that 816 times being used is is such an insane number but that's that's that um another artist that I, i'd like to highlight i know this to be the last one here for you know the artist side is quincy jones quincy jones was much like isaac hayes but actually did have some hip-hop presence uh at least early on you know um or I guess later in his career, early on in hip-hop. And he's had quite a few songs get get sampled um, quite a lot, to be honest. Um, but Quincy Jones is a, it, just like Isaac Hayes to me, where, you know, if I just listen to his stuff, I'll, I'm, I'm happy and, I'm, I, uh, and I enjoy it. Um, this past summer, I went out and bought uh, The Dude. That is such an incredible album there's some sounds that come out of it that you know i you wouldn't even expect today right and this thing came out in 80 late mid 80s late 80s 70 i don't know um but it, it's just like incredible incredible songs and uh sounds that come out of it it's you know e- each song doesn't sound like the last but it's all under one genre it's Hard to explain, but Quincy Jones was just so good at what he did. You know, I have a ton of appreciation for him. And off off that album, one of the songs is uh, 100 Ways, which towards the end of the song, you hear the sample bit to Rhymes Like Dimes by MF Doom on uh, Operation Doomsday. And... Again, and it, like 100 Ways is just a really good song by itself. Um, it's my favorite on on the dude, but pause. <laughs> but it's, it's you know I I really enjoy listening to that that song and obviously I I actually like you know I not actually I love rhymes like dimes because I you know I'm a big doomhead but yeah those two together dope. Um, and then the second one I wanted to talk about was. Uh, Summer in the City, um, which was sampled by another one of my favorites, um, Passing Me By. It's the, uh, you know, Quincy Jones' uh, 
song is the sampled bit to Passing Me By, which is, again, far and away my favorite rap group just because of how much fun they are and who they are, things like that. So next, um, we're going to flip it to the other side now where I'm going to say, I'm going to look, you know, into some of the best actual sampled songs, the uh, hip-hop songs I like, where they, you know, through the art of sampling, created a pretty creative song. So I'll stick with Doom just because, you know, we're on that topic. And uh, the, the one of the one of the most creative ones to him, I mean, I mean, he had so many, right? But the one that sticks out to me is one of the most interesting is Deep Fried Friends on the Mm Food album in, in 04. And it's because there's two, yeah, two songs that are sampled pretty heavily in it. The beat comes from Ronnie Laws's song uh, "Friends and Strangers," which just random story popped in my head with this. Uh, this past summer, I went to Aruba for a week with my friends. Right, it's boys trip. First time we did it in. Like, you know, one of those group, one of those things that finally left the group chat and it was, you know, probably one of the best weeks of my life. It was so much fun. But like the third, maybe fourth day, fifth day, somewhere around there, we went to uh, to a store on the island and we stayed in a place that uh, we stayed in Aranastad, which is the capital. But we were like kind of out of the way. So we had to like take cabs everywhere. Um, and. After we're shopping, we go to hop in a cab, and this song comes on, right? And, you know, we sit down, and I'm like, oh, my God, I know this. And I start singing along to it, and the guy, our, our driver, was just so excited, uh, so happy. And I, I remember when we were getting out, he's like, man, I got a kid right now. He, he's like seven years old, and I, I want him to be like you guys. Uh, you guys are dope. And that, that was just so funny to me that, you know, this Ronnie Law's jazz song um, just just had such we you know I mean we just had such a good connection over the song and I you know music has such a great ability to bring people together it's one of the reasons I love it as much as I do um so yeah that just randomly popped in my head but anyway so this song uh friends and strangers but the second one that that doom samples is uh friends by Houdini and. You know, in a song called Deep Fried Friends, he had to go out and sample two songs that also include the title Friends. Like, that's just different type of creative. Um, and I don't even know how many people, like, actually caught that. Um, I, I just liked the sound of it, so I looked up the Ronnie Law song, and I found it, and I was like, wow, are you serious, dude? Like, I already knew the Houdini one, but it's like, so it's just... You know, the creativity that Doom brought was second to none. It really wasn't. And that, that's so, just so, I don't know, clever, really. That's just the only way I can think of. Like, it's just one of the most clever things I can think of. But, um, next on my list is we're going to stick with, uh, you know, uh, Jay Dilla for a little bit here because that, that man could sample like no other. He could take any beat. He could, I, um, and, Dan Sharna's book, Dilla Time, he talks about um, a time, there was a snowstorm, uh, I'll try and keep this brief, 
snowstorm where he was in his house in Detroit with some other guys, and what they would do for fun is they would make beats, like a little a little challenge, like a little battle, right? So it'd be like two on twos, and Dilla. They they gave him a record that they're like, it's over. Like we, he, you know, what I mean, he he ain't getting anything out of this, and he absolutely tore it up. And it ended up being, uh, I want to say it's the beat to doing it on Common's album, like Water for Chocolate, uh, which is just like, dude, are you serious? Like that's how good this dude is or was. Um, he could, he literally could make something out of nothing. Like Dilla and his ability to make music is, or was in crazy, crazy. Um, and I'm going to start with my favorite Dilla song on his Donut albums. The album is Don't Cry. This song is, is, I've said it before, but every time it comes on, I feel like I can float. Like, I feel like I'm just not on the same plane as other people. Uh, and it's it's the reason why is because the the song that is sampled in it is uh, it's called I Can't Stand to See You Cry by uh, the Escorts from 74, I want to say. But what Dilla does is he lets the first 35, 45 seconds of the song just be I Can't Stand to Hear You Cry. It's untouched, completely untouched. And then right, right as it gets out of that, Dilla starts cuts the song up into like one like one second segments and throws them around in di- a random order, and it sounds just not or just as good if not better. And it's it's an insane thing to listen to. The first time you hear it, it's like oh my goodness! Like Dilla absolutely is in his bag in that song. Um, so if you've never listened to the Donuts album. I highly recommend listening to Don't Cry. Uh, I highly recommend the whole album, honestly. But if, if you want to hear just one Dilla song, Don't Cry is that song. Um, and, and you'll see if you hear it, it's, it's I, I don't really have many words just for how good it sounds. Um, another fun Dilla beat is... Uh, it's a, a, a Brazilian samba, I want to say. Yeah, and it's it's called Suadad Vem Coriando, um, which in it, there, there's two bits that are the sample to run in by the far side on Lab Cabin, California. Um, and it's just, I I like the 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 you know the song Suadad. Um, it's a really nice jazz song. But, like, the ability to just take little fragments of this song and turn it into something completely different is just something I, I, I can't grasp too well with my, you know, like, can't, with my mind. It's just, it, it, it's wild to me. And, you know, Running is probably the, uh, it's probably the most famous song in the album. I don't know if it's the best one, in my opinion, but um, Dilla absolutely crushed that album. Uh, Lab Cabin, by the way, absolutely crushed it. And uh, another song on that is uh, "Drop," 
And it's again, it's just taking a song or a sound and completely flipping it on its head and making a whole new thing is this. He, he samples a song, Django, by Dorothy Ashby, which is like a 30 minute song of her just strumming a harp. It's, it's more than that. It's an actual song. But like, that's the gist I get of it. Um, what Dilla does is he takes a little segment of it and reverses it. And that's what makes that wild sound of you know, I don't even know how to explain it it's, it's a very distinct sound but it's a very very wild sound um, and yeah I, yeah um, but also drop just on the side is one of the one of my favorite music videos of all time it's the whole thing. Uh, you know, I won't spoil it if you want to go out and watch it. But I will say there's probably a lot of marijuana smoked before that uh, planning that thing. Uh, so, yeah. Going back to Doom. Um, so this is uh, what I was kind of talking about earlier with the lyrics, that you can, you can sample lyrics. Um, and Doom does that in his song One Beer. <clears throat> the very beginning, the, you know... I get a kick out of Shanghai. You know what I mean? That bit is from I Get a Kick of You by uh, Ella Fitzgerald, right? <clears throat> Her song is I Get No Kick from Champagne. Um, oh, my goodness. I'm forgetting it right now. No, it's um, I Get No Kick from Champagne. Mere alcohol doesn't thrill me at all. So tell me why shouldn't it be true? That I get a kick out of you, right? That's how, or it's not. That's not how Ella's song starts. But that's how Doom's song starts. But he changes the word "you," the very last one, to "brew," just because, you know, beer. And it, it's it's, you know, it's fun when you can hear another one or uh, somebody sample uh, words like that. Uh, those those are always fun, or at least you know, repurpose words. Um, the Fugees do it in. Uh, oh my goodness! Why can't I remember the song? It's uh, dude, it's like their most famous song. Ready or not, right? That that whole ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you. That's from another song called Ready or Not. Um, and yeah, you know, just repurs repurposing lyrics is is a, a very interesting thing. Going on to one of my favorite groups ever. Uh, I talk about them a lot, but there's a reason for that. Is uh, De La Soul. Huge De La Soul guy, and I got uh, one song from uh, one of uh, each of the first two albums, and both of these songs is just because the song that they sampled is so wild and like interesting that it's un so unexpected uh, to come out the way it did. And the first one on Three Feet High and Rising is "Say No Go." Um, it samples the uh, what's it called? Hollow Notes. Uh, I can't go for that. That's the name of the song. I forget. Who I believe it's Hollow Notes, but that's like a it's like a disco rollerblading song from the eighties. And uh, De La Soul takes it, and it still has that fun kind of upbeat vibe, but they turn it into a song against drug abuse, like uh, uh, going against drug abuse, and. To you know, say no to, say no to drugs. I mean, you know, the, the chorus is also, 
from the Hall Notes song. I like to say, you know, go. That's that's from them. Um, yeah, it's fun how you can just take, you know, just it, it, you take a song that has a totally different meaning and make it sound different and have a di- you know different meaning. Uh, same thing happens in Keeping the Faith, uh, which is the last song before the final skit on um, De La Soul is Dead. And it's just fun. That that one's a funny one to me because the song that is sampled is is called Keeping the um, not Keeping the Faith, Sign of the Times by Bob James. That is the most wild, just goofy jazz song I think I've ever heard. But, you know, Daylon makes it work. And it's that, like, it's it's an interesting noise. Um, but, I don't know, it, just listening to the Bob James song, I can't do anything but, like, laugh. So the fact that somebody else can look at that, take it, and make uh, a song, a totally different song out of it is just so wild to me. Yeah. Second to last song I'd, I'd like to highlight is one of the most famous rap songs of all time. Uh, probably one of the best cases of sampling a song that, you know, it's just a weird sample is Juicy by Biggie, right? That's one of, if not the most popular rap song ever. And it's just because of the song that's sampled is the song Juicy Fruit. Which is the most, again, this Juicy Fruit is this goofy song that had no business ever being associated with rap. But Biggie made it work, and he made it work really well. Um, and another one like that, which the final one on my list is... Tupac's All About You, which samples the song Candy by Cameo. If you know Candy by Cameo, again, just not a song that you would expect to be sampled uh, in hip-hop. But this one's a little different than the Juicy one because it's supposed to be fun, right? Like, it, it's they're, they're high spirits and, and goofy, but it's, it's just such an interesting mix just not something that, uh, you know, I, I, you, not, not something I really would have expected. Second segment that I'd, I'd like to go into is just, I feel, I feel like I, I kind of talk about a lot of the same things on this podcast. It's like same artists, same albums. So I just want to throw out some random songs and artists that I also like, and I feel like I just have yet to really give them the time of day. So... First one, uh, it's one of the, actually one of the first rap songs I, I ever listened to and downloaded. It's like the fourth song on my main playlist is Back in the Day by Ahmed. Um, I, I mean, when I, li- I don't even remember. My guess is when I had, like, when I would listen to Pandora, Spotify, it would just get thrown in and there. Because I don't remember, like, really hearing about the song for the first time, but I... It's fun, and, and now that I'm older, the nostalgia bit of it, like, actually hits. So it's a song that's aged really well. Um, Ahmed's got an interesting voice. He's, he's I don't think whiny is the right word, but it's that kind of, like, high-pitched, like, eh, kind of, you know. So, yeah, just random song, but 
good song. It, it is, and it, it really is good at hitting on like the nostalgia. Um, obviously, the, I mean the things that he's talking about uh, were not around when I was a kid. You know, like bomber jackets and and uh, like macaroni necklaces. Like I guess that was a thing when I was a kid, but not really. But yeah, so that's Ahmed. Uh, next up on my list, I have the letter by Mac Ten. This is this is a fun one because it's 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 just an int- it's written like a letter, right? He's sp- telling all these ways about you know like why he's not going to change what he does because why would he? Right? He's successful. There's no point. Um, but the beginning of the song is f- is interesting. You know, it's got like a a little back and forth with uh, him and another guy. Um, I'm really a big fan of like the meta moments in songs where they like kind of break the fourth wall. So in this song kind of does that. And, you know, the whole point of the song, you know, is, is like, he's writing out a letter to, to this guy who's kind of, you know, questioning why he's following rap music. Uh, yeah. Next up, I got ghetto jam by Domino. I love this song. Um, I think Domino has a really good voice. I think this song is a really uh, good beat. Um, it's just fun song. It's not one that I listened to early on when I was listening to music, so it, it always gives me really nostalgic vibes. But it's, I don't know, it's definitely one of those songs that, you know, when it comes on, I don't, I don't skip it often. Um, yeah, I, uh, Domino kind of blends the being good at singing, but also rapping. Like he does have a really nice voice, uh, you know, pleasing voice to listen to. So that's uh, that's Domino. The only uh, the artist that I have on this list because there's a couple songs that I I love about this guy, and I feel like he's he's made out to be more of a meme, but. I don't really see why. Like I, he, I, well, I see why he put out some just dumb songs, but the guy was actually pretty clever. And like, I like most of his most of his stuff. And that's Afro Man, right? Everybody knows him as the Colt Forty Five guy, but his discography isn't even that bad. Like they're they're funny songs, and they're not really to be taken too serious. But I like Whack Rappers is so funny to me. It's like a six minute diss on every rapper ever and some of those lines are like they're not too in-depth they're not deep but they're just funny shots at people um he's got just there's a couple i can't say the name of but afro man really i feel like just does not get respected at all because you know, he, he was goofy, and he, he tried to be funny, and obviously he was funny, but I don't know, I guess kind of when you go down that path, like that's how you're going to build yourself, you're not really going to get respect for being much of an MC. Kind of, You know, he kind of reminds me of like a Biz Markie, right? Biz, I guess, wasn't the greatest rapper or whatever, but he just tried to be funny. And he was really good at that, but, you know, when you're trying to go beyond that, you don't really get taken too serious. So, 
you know, I love me some Afro man. I really do. I feel like he doesn't get as much respect as I, as I, I guess is warranted. Um, so the, the next song on my list is I'm the Magnificent by Special Ed. Um, you know, it's, it's one that has some clever bars, but they're not like crazy deep. They're kind of just like, I don't even really know how to explain it, but um, it's just clever. Like really, that's really all I, uh, I could say it. And um, it's a good beat. I like the drums in it. Um, I, I don't, every time I think of the song, I just think of my French class in high school because we would talk about Tahiti and one of the lyrics in the song is I got a treaty with Tahiti because I own a percent. So random. I'm sorry, but it just makes me think of French class. Um, yeah. Uh, the final song on this list is another MC that I feel like doesn't get a whole lot of love, but he's just kind of one that, I don't know, it's, it's kind of like the solo artist after being in a group effect. Uh, kind of, you know, like kind of happened to Rock Him after Eric being Rock Him with his solo album. Um, doesn't happen all the time, right? There's if you look at every like member of NWA, they went on and did big things without the group. Uh, Wu Tang Clan, they all went on to do their own things outside the group. But this one is uh, Grand Pooba, who was of course part of Brand Nubian. Uh, I'm a, I'm I'm a big fan of Brand Newbie. I don't listen to a whole lot of them, but you know they got some fun songs. Um, I don't know if I really agree with with Lord Jamar about his thoughts on homosexual people, but that is beside the point. Uh, this Grand Poopa song, I like it. Uh, it. Came out in 2000, which is you know a little bit a little bit after the Brand Nubian era, but. It's just a, it's a dope sound, um, and I feel like he really was able to move from that 80s, like late 80s, early 90s sound into the 2000s sound pretty well. Um, he had the voice to do it. The beat on the song was really good. Um, uh, yeah, I think he, you know, he, he did really well. on uh, this, The whole album is pretty good, but I'm a really big fan of this song. I like it. Uh, I I forget what the parentheses are. Is I'm where I want to be or something like that. I don't know, but definitely a good album and it, you know one that I just wanted to shout out. So that's I think all we're gonna cover for today. I have another segment in mind, but I are, I'm looking at the time. We're already in the forty-six, seven-minute range. Um, <laughs> I tried to keep it a little shorter today, but that's fine. You know, I I, I know I ramble a bit, but. You know, it's the stuff I'm passionate about. Uh, and if you're listening, if you're at this point, uh, you know, I, I can't imagine you're not passionate too. So, there's that. Um, yeah, I think that's all I'm going to have for today. So, you know, wherever you're going, wherever you're heading, I uh, hope you have a beautiful day, a beautiful night, and uh, thank you so much for listening. Okay, okay. There comes a time. Yeah.